I'm Janelle. I'm Malik. Welcome to Coffee Side Chats. A podcast where we talk about everything and nothing. You don't need to wear another green t-shirt. They could they could at least laminate. Oh my gosh. Very interesting. What are you doing? Yeah, it's been there. Okay. Are you recording? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like paper. Like paper stuff. I will I will enjoy my food less at a restaurant if their their menu is printed on crappy paper. <laughs> Literally, it was like I'm like, ah, they didn't even want to try. Like, why didn't they try? It's just this is terrible. Like they could they could at least laminate this or they wouldn't get didn't get so crinkled and stuff. Yeah, no, it ruins my life. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if something lasts, you're like, well, it could be better, but why? Which, you know, there's that. My teacher for one of my classes, he would print out the outlines every day and give them to us, mm-hmm. uh, like right before class. And one day he printed them off, and I don't remember what the paper was, but it felt like. Just like really shiny paper. Oh, so like, you can't use photo paper for it. Like it wasn't quite photo paper. Maybe it was, but it was well, like it was, really it was, low quality it photo was, paper. It was, it was text paper, but it's basically like low quality photo paper. Yeah, that's basically what it was. And I was like, you're a grad student. Why are you spending so much money on paper? What are you doing? He had some paper, some of that paper left in the bottom drawer. And he was like, I'm not going to the store. This is not the work. <laughs> Put it in there. <laughs> Man, he was a weird teacher. Yeah, they get that way sometimes. What is that light above your table? It is. I don't know if I've ever noticed it. Yeah, it's been there. It is nothing more than like a accent light, but it barely provides any light. Because it's the bulb is coated. Right. So it doesn't really do anything for you. It does literally, it lights up the inside of the bowl. Yep, and if you were sitting right under it, you get a pretty good, pretty good amount of light. If not, you don't get anything. So. Ooh, that'd be a cool light, and then you turn it on, I was like, mm-mm. No, you would have to have it, like, right above. Whatever you're doing, yeah. Hence why I have two floor lamps in this room. It's kind of irritating. I would be irritated. But I am going to give it at least four lamps, so... If you need one, you can take it. Yeah, because I'm going to take a floor lamp to Oregon. I don't know what you need in Oregon. You don't know what you need in Oregon yet. So. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this, in, this indoor grill thing. Has that always been there? Uh-huh. But it just blends in because I don't ever use it. Really. I use it every blue moon to like do a, like a whole chicken or something like that. You throw it in there. But it takes like, like eight hours. How often chicken. does a blue moon happen? Uh... Once every six months. I don't know. A blue moon is an additional full moon that appears in a subdivision of a year, either the third or fourth full moon in a season, or a second full moon in a month of the common calendar, according to Wikipedia. Huh. The phrase has nothing to do with the actual color of the moon, although a literal blue moon may occur in certain atmospheric conditions, i.e. if volcanic... Well, this one says e.g. Sorry. E.g., if volcanic eruptions or fires leave particles in the atmosphere of just the right size to potentially scatter red light. So every few months, technically. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Actually, it's less than in a blue moon, if I remember counting that, because I don't use it that often. Maybe <laughs> a blood moon? Maybe a blood moon. 
prophecy were I feel like this grammar is weird the blood moon prophecy were a series of apocalyptic beliefs promoted by Christian ministers John Hagee and Mark Biltz which stated that a tetrad a series of four consecutive lunar eclipses coinciding on Jewish holidays with six full moons in between and no intervening partial lunar eclipses that's a really long parenthesis which began with April 2014 lunar eclipse is a sign of the beginning of the end times as described in the Bible in the book of Joel, Acts 2.20, and Revelation 6.15. The tetrad ended with the lunar eclipse on September 27th to 28th on 2015. I saw that one. The one, the lunar eclipse on September 27th mm-hmm. in 2015. Me and my roommates ran outside. And we could barely see it because there's a giant tree right over their house. And so we, like, had to stand in the middle of the road in the middle of the night to see it. That's Wednesday. That's like when everyone was freaking out about the solar eclipse. Like, we, we, we I went outside to look at it. And I, I was like, I don't know when I'm ever going to get a chance to see this again outside. <laughs> you I'm didn't like, look right at it, did you? Not with no eye protection. I'm making sure. I'd be all blinded and everything by now. All blinded. So I was in Colorado for that. Oh, that was that was. Oh, it was amazing. So my sister and I went up to Pikes Peak that day, and she didn't know that it was the solar eclipse day. She was completely oblivious. She's trying to figure out why it was so crazy. Yes, she was like, "Why are there so many people up here?" I was like, "Probably to see the eclipse." And she was like, "Wait, that's today?" (laughs) Because I had asked her at some point um, if we could maybe possibly go see it, and then I googled how far it would take or how far away the nearest like total eclipse would be visible mm-hmm. it was gonna be like a six hour drive it's like mm-hmm. no we're not gonna do that so partial eclipse would do yeah so we were on pike's peak and we were able to see the partial eclipse from there and it was so cool so we get up to the top of the mountain and this park ranger comes like walking right towards us as soon as we finally find a parking spot and she asked if we had anything to see it with and we didn't because neither of us realized what was going on <laughs> And I was like, I didn't buy anything because I didn't think we'd be coming out to Pikes Peak today. And I didn't think I'd be able to see it. So she handed us two paper plates. She poked a hole in one and she showed us how to use it. So we're walking around and looking as it gets closer. Uh, this old guy, he had already seen like the furthest it was going to get. And so he asks us if we had seen it. Um, we said we just saw it with the paper plate. And he was like, do you want to see it with this? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so he let me borrow his glasses and I got to see it. It was the coolest thing. Who bought, uh, so someone at the protest, can't remember who it was, bought a whole, like, box of solar eclipse glasses. Uh-huh. So everyone was outside just like, it was a thing, like, everybody just stopped, and it was the weirdest experience. So one, even with, the, like, the eye protection, it is a strain on your retinas. Like, it was a weird, so I came back into my apartment for lunch, and I was in, like, and I could feel my retinas, like, pulsing. Because it was like, it was so dark in here. So it was like trying to compensate from looking from, hey, it's a freaking eclipse versus like pitch black in the apartment. So it was weird. Like I came in, I was like, oh, I'm eyes. <laughs> it, was, it was not. Maybe your glasses weren't very good because my eyes did not hurt after. My, my eyes hurt for a little bit. 
it, it wasn't like long, but it was like, ow, this kind of sucks. And I think it was just going from being outside where it was like weird, the lighting was weirder, stranger than usual, and then coming into a dark apartment was kind of a strain. Although it was weird because it was cool, cooler, like where we were. Like at the store, like I went outside and I was like, it says it's 90 degrees, but it was, it felt like more like 80. Cause it was just like, it was the strangest thing. Cause everything's kind of shadowed anyway. And it was generally cooler on the ground. Like, okay. And then I went outside later. I'm like, oh yeah, there's the heat. Okay, great. Don't get that eclipse back. Cause this is not fun. This is kind of miserable. So the top of Pike Peak, the top of Pike's Peak is cold. Like most mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah. And then on that day, like I didn't know what it normally was like. Yeah. So we got out there and I was wearing like a thin jacket. I was freezing. It was yeah. so cold. Mm-hmm. And other people are up there like bundled up with like basically snow gear. They knew what was up. Jacket. They were like, mm, look at this. This southerner. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on up here. No clue. Oh, that's terrible. Those are fun. Like, not fun, but that's such an interesting idea that everybody just froze for that moment in time. Where it didn't matter who you were, what you were doing, this is a phenomenon that everybody has to just stop and appreciate for just one minute. It was the weirdest part was, I mean, the managers were outside looking like like nobody was no like twenty people not working just in like on the um, under the canopy, just not working at all. But looking at all the was the strangest thing. I'm like, this is the only time this would ever happen anywhere ever. There is. There's going to be another one soon. I heard that there's another one coming up sooner than the normal uh, cycle that we expect. So you said what? July 2018? Partial yeah. eclipse? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then there's another partial on February 15th, 2018. Wait, that already passed. Yeah. That one was only visible from not our part of Well, no. I'm really confused by these pictures. <sighs> uh, da, 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 da. I'm having a hard time deciphering the yes. pictures. Oh, let's look at NASA. What you gotta say, NASA? Because NASA, the, the authority on space. I wish I knew more about space and just like how the planets move than I do, but I just gave up on all science things. Science stuff is really cool. But also kind of strange and freaking. Because like, I told you I saw the, uh, the new Deep Space Telescope. That thing was huge. They brought a like, full-size model to Austin when, for one of the Southwise. And it looked like the size of like two school buses. It was huge. It was most ridiculous thing. And I went to a panel that of like astrophysicists and talk about being really, really confused. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but I was confused. I was real confused. Because <laughs> you know, these people are talking with their, I mean, their PhDs. And they're talking about, oh yeah, we're gonna talk about how this telescope works. Like, mm, yeah, light, cool. Takes a long time to get back. Red. That's why everything looks red. Got it. Nothing's actually red. Just looks that way because it takes the light so long to get in. Excellent. That's all I got from the whole thing. That's about all I got for it. 
Then the rest was a complete and utter blur because I was like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. This is coming from a person who spent a lot of my childhood like reading about space and stuff, and it was just, like way over. I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Which is why we need science reporters who can understand at least minimally what they're saying. Yes. And translate it to what you're saying. Or not even just science reporters, but just science writers who understand the difference between what you and I know and what people who spend all day, every day studying this know. Yeah. Mason's a lot easier for everybody to understand. NASA was not helpful. (laughs) Of course. It's all that underfunding. That's what happens. It was talking about the one in 2017. August 21st, 2017, to be exact. Cold ketchup is wrong. It doesn't make any sense. Like it's like you anytime you go to a restaurant, like ketchup is room temp. That's how it's supposed to be. You crazy people who like it cold, I don't understand. Like, why? No one can explain to me why cold ketchup is good. Doesn't it say on the packaging that it's supposed to be cold? I don't care what it says. <laughs> also, we go through ketchup fast enough that it, it, it would never matter. Oh, I believe that, but okay. Do you know how much barbecue sauce I make? <laughs> how much barbecue sauce do you make? Often. Probably too much. <laughs> Probably too much barbecue sauce. See, this just blows my mind because I don't even like barbecue sauce. We had chicken last night at mom and dad's house and they put barbecue sauce out on the table and I just completely brushed right past it and just ate my chicken plain because it was like, ah, pass. Does it not say that it's supposed to be cold on the package? Uh, what it says is shake well before first use and for best results, refrigerate after opening. But, best results. But it's wrong. <laughs> best results for crazy people. What do you mean it's wrong? And, it, and it's their, their spurious claim from Heinz that it needs to be refrigerated for best results. See, that does not benefit Heinz in any way, shape, or form to have it refrigerated. It's so spurious. <laughs> What does spurious mean? Uh, yeah, don't click on it. I'm Googling it. I think it just means false, if I I remember right. It sounds like frivolous, so that's what my brain is going with. Not being what it purports to be. False or fake. Fake claim. Spurious news. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like, I just, no. And it's, and what best is an opinion word anyway. I prefer it to be room temperature. So it's acceptable for it to be room temperature. So it is fairly subjective, I suppose. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You're damn right it is. But I bet Heinz would argue that you are the psychopath for not making it cold. Oh, definitely. But it fits into their, their whole marketing scheme. It's crap. I <laughs> They're in it with refrigerator companies. <laughs> there will always be ketchup in fridges. Big ketchup. Yep, ketchup big ketchup. Never! <laughs> Thank you, Melissa, for your contribution. I I am so, like, weird about ketchup. Larry Keelan, one time, he bought two bottles of ketchup. So when I would go over, there would be one that's room temperature for me. And then one that's in a fridge for Marissa. He doesn't seem to, he doesn't particularly seem to have an opinion on it. But when I, what? I am that important. You are very important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I appreciate you attacking my ketchup views, young lady. I will attack your ketchup views as much as I darn well please. I see that, you weirdo. 
people talking about Yo. talking about refrigerating ketchup. Baloney. <laughs> You have a good point. See, I listen to both sides. You have a good point that in restaurants it's always room temperature. Which is how I had it my entire life, basically. So. Okay, but when I worked in a restaurant, granted, it was a Mexican restaurant, so we didn't just have ketchup out. Yeah. You don't put ketchup on your enchiladas. If you do, you are a psychopath. Yeah, we beat up those people. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, if somebody ordered like. If a little kid got chicken nuggets or something, we would have ketchup in the fridge and take it out of the fridge. Put it in a little container and take it out to them. Yeah. That's true. But in like, I don't know, who puts ketchup on the table? Um, Pluckers has their ketchup on the table. Um, IHOP will bring it to you. Uh, the ketchup but and it comes from the fridge. It's never cold when, I don't know, maybe I get the ones off that have been sitting on the tables already because I just grab it. I'll grab it <laughs> off the table. Uh, who else? Um, this place is like Whataburger and yeah. McDonald's and everything. Theirs are sealed. Yeah. So it's just like you would get ketchup off the shelf at the grocery store. Yeah, but there's still room temperature. Yeah. So all fast food places basically roll room temperature ketchup. Because they don't want to take up more space in the refrigerator than they need to. Yeah, because you know they got those frozen meat patties and every mm-hmm. other disgusting thing that we shouldn't eat in there. But it's delicious. I don't care. Thanks for joining us for Coffee Side Chats. We hope you enjoyed the randomness. She is Janelle. He's Malik. If you have any questions or feedback, you can reach us at coffeesidepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk again soon. And those <laughs> are not fun to like come in and-